0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The disciples of John approached Jesus and said, Why do we and the Pharisees fast much, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one patches an old cloak with a piece of unshrunken cloth, for its fullness pulls away from the cloak and the tear gets worse. People do not put new wine into old wineskins, otherwise the skins burst, the wine spills out, and the skins are ruined. Rather, they pour new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we have read a story and the first reading about Jacob and here is Jacob preaching to you. Sometimes before, when they used to read that's his story, they used to tell me, Jacob, you see what you did in the Bible, he stole somebody's blessings. So that's the interpretation. It could be true, but there's a deeper meaning to it. The story which you have heard today about Rebekah, Isaac, about Esau, and the brother Jacob. And we see the story. It has been cut into short somehow, but there's some part which has been left there, which is also very interesting, and we have to put into consideration. There are these two brothers, different in character, different in the way they are doing things. By the way, they are twins. The first one is Esau, the second one is Jacob. Now, as we have seen, that Esau, the way he was living, he was a very strong man, very energetic, and he loved hunting. We see his character also. He didn't like staying at home. He was always outside doing his things. Another character which he had, He was not ready always to please the the mom. He was not a mom's boy. No. On the contrary, we have good Jacob. Very gentle. Always at home. Always ready to listen to what the mom advises him. He doesn't rely so much on his intelligence. He seeks advice always from the mother. And what the mother tells him, he does. Esau was also very glutton. He loves eating too much to the extent that he sold his birthright to his brother Jacob. At the time he had come, he was very hungry. Say, I need food. Any food in the house? He yes. said, no. What are you going to give me? Say, I'm going. I'm ready to give you anything, provided you give me food I eat. <laughs> he gave his birthright because of food. This story, when we look at it at the first value, it looks like a story which is just told. But when you go deeply into the meaning of it, Monfort teaches us, A lot about this, in contrast to the life of the chosen one, the life of the elect, the life of those who are chosen because of their love for our Mother Mary, and the life of those who are sinners and those who are destined to lose the blessings which, in the real sense, was meant for them. Therefore, for contrasts the life of Esau with the life of Jacob, between the life of those who are dedicated, those who love our mother Mary, and those who don't. About the sinners who are destined to be perdition, and those who are elect and saved. Therefore, when you see these two characters, he puts the difference between the two of them. And that's also how our lives are at times. When you look at Esau, as he says, he was big, intelligent, someone who relies only on his powers. That's how sometimes he says, those who are destined to perdition, sinners sometimes have got those characters, the often. Those who have got no faith. They rely on their intelligence. They say, God, faith has got nothing to do with us. They're strong. They can mobilize and lobby for very great things, except for things that pertain to God. They're like Esau. They're always out. They're not in. To be in is not just to be inside the house. But to be in inside, they are not people who look at the interior life of themselves. They look at the exterior, impressed by the body, that which perishes. They are not at home with their hearts, with their gut feelings. They are not in touch with their spiritual life. Those are the characters of eso. And those also, who are destined to miss the salvation. He goes on and to say, that's what Esau, Esau also had. He had hatred for Jacob. Why? After this story, we are saying he looked forward to kill him because of two things. He Said, you stole my birthright. Now you have stolen my blessing. He was looking forward to kill him. He hated him. Say so. But his birthright, Jacob didn't steal it from him. He's the one who offered that option because of his stomach. Mm -hmm. And this is what also happens. To those who don't like the faith, they hate Christians. They hate our values. It's a contradiction to their lives. When something happens, they're always in front to criticize anything which happens to those who have got true devotion. Those who believe in the values that the gospel teaches us, those are their characters. And Monfort says, can you see the contrast with Jacob? What happened to him? He received a blessing, not because he was worth it. Monfort says now, Rebecca was like a type, an example, of our mother mary what does it do to this son who loves him she has heard isaac the husband wants to give a blessing to esau and calls him come my son my i'm old and I want to bless you you're the firstborn go and hunt bring for me the hunt cook And then I will bless you. Rebecca hears that. After Isaac has gone, he calls Jacob, come. Your dad wants to give blessing to Esau. But this blessing is going to be for you. Now what I want you to do is this. Go and bring two goats. Bring them. Slaughter them. And to prepare for your dad." The nice meal. I know it's, I know what he likes. How he likes it to be. Hmm? Maybe the barbecue you wanted to roast for him. Hmm? He knows the spices he likes. So he'll marionate it very well. She knows that. So he tells Jacob, do this. I'm going to do this. So you go and tell your dad it is you so that you receive the blessing. Jacob asked, mom, what if... I go there, then my dad, he knows my sound. He cannot see. He's going to curse me instead of bringing me the blessings. What does Rebecca say? Say, "Don't worry, my son. If he curses you, let the curse be upon me. But follow my advice. I know he will touch you, so I'm going to take the hair and put on you. Say so they put on his neck and his arms. You go. And as you hear what happened, Jacob goes. The father recognizes the voice. Say, so you sound like Jacob. He touches the arms, touches the neck. Because the mom knew that. He had put some hair there. Say, so yeah. You look like Esau. Then said after kissing him, he got that beautiful fragrance because the mom dressed him on some dresses which he had preserved for Esau. And he receives all the blessings. Bonfort says that that is how our mother Mary also does to those who love or those who are devoted to her. Those who are devoted to our lady, what do they do? Like Jacob, they are always ready to please our mother. They are always ready to be nearer to her. They are always ready to follow her advice. Like in Cana, those who are in Cana, when they received the first miracle which happened, of water turning into wine, our mother Mary told them do whatever. He tells you. And they followed that. And the miracle happened. One says, and that's what Rebecca told Jacob. Follow my advice. He followed. He received the blessings. Those who are devoted to our mother Mary, those who follow her, also receive the blessings. Why? Because, as Jacob did, he's saying that the example which he gave, the two gods which he brought, represents two things. He didn't ask. He'll have asked, Mom, why are you asking me to bring two gods for this old man? One god is enough. (laughs) He didn't question that. He brought them. But Monfort said that those two gods are also a symbol, a representation of two things that we should also give to Mary. What are these two gods? Our souls and our bodies. And when you give to her, what does he do? What does she do? Like Rebecca, who clothed Jacob with nice dresses, with beautiful fragments, in the way that the father was able to part the blessing on him. This is how our mother Mary also does to us who dedicate ourselves her. She dresses us. She covers us well with her graces so that when we are presented to our Father in heaven, he's able to bless us. The blessings that we didn't deserve because of our nature. And therefore, he asks that us who have been called as Christians, our way to go to the Father is through our mother Mary who loves us, who cherishes us, who is ready to take the curse upon herself for the sake of me and you. She did it. The blessing came on Jacob even though he didn't merit it. We too, we don't merit heaven. But when we are dedicated to her as we read always say, I've I've said the rosary, Hail Mary, full of grace. She has got all the graces that we need. When we ask her to be with us, when we ask her to protect us, the way Rebecca did to protect Jacob, giving him him advice on what to do, our Mary, our mother Mary, is ready to protect us from the enemy, who is always following, prowling, crawling around, ready to devour us? She's there to protect us. And therefore, when we have got this strong faith in God, we are dedicated. We are ready to commit ourselves, and also the, our life changes. And that's what we hear in the gospel, where Christ is teaching. Because the Pharisees have misinterpreted the laws. They have added on their own human thinking. Christ said to them, you have to get rid of that. You can't mix the old wine, putting in the old wine in the new wine skin. It will burst. See, some of these teachings and traditions which are not meant with the spirit of the law which God wants. You have to get rid of them. Clothe yourself with the newness Of the teaching which Christ has brought. Saying if you put the two together. They will burst. The patch. The cloth will tear more. Because we are mixing. These two things. The old and the new. Let the new remain new. And we too in our baptism. We were renewed. In baptism our sins were washed away. In baptism. We denied Satan with all his teachings and deceptions. We impressed our faith in God, our faith in the church, our faith in what the tradition and the church teaches us. But sometimes we come like eso. The blessing which is meant for us, we throw it away because we want to embrace modernity, because we want to appear as people who are learned, We want to appear as people who know it all. At the end, we lose the blessings which was meant for us. We pray through this Eucharistic celebration and through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mother Mary, that we too may open our hearts to listen to the way she's leading us. She always leads us to her son. She always leads us to Christ. As she advised the servants at the wedding of Cana, do whatever he tells you. She calls each and every one of us today also to do whatever Christ tells us. What does Christ tell us? That he came on this world to save me and you. He shed his blood because of the love he had for us. He tells us to forgive one another because himself he has forgiven us. He tells us to be compassionate as himself is compassionate. He teaches us to call God Abba, our father, because we are all children of God, brothers and sisters. Therefore, we don't discriminate. We don't have these prejudices. We don't have hatred for one another, but we know we are brothers and sisters with God as our father. That's what Mary tells us, to listen from Christ. Therefore, We ask, through her intercession, she's the one who's full of grace to make our hearts docile in order to receive and embrace the gospel values.